Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, as always, from Miami, the bodyguard, highlights and all, Kalina. Kalina, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. You're so stupid. I'm good, man. Man, it's good. Uh, this is like the first official recording for us for 2020, even though people heard, may have heard some episodes that we released in 2020 already. That was recorded in 2019. This is the official first 2020 recording for the Crush A Lot podcast. And me and Kalina got together and we were like, who do we really want to start the year with? Who, who, who got us excited? Cause we keep it real. We talk a lot about this offline. If we don't fuck with your music, you're really not going to be on the show. That's just really how it is with us. It's that simple because we want to talk to the people that we really enjoy their <coughs> stuff or excited about. So we got together. We're like, you know what? Let's do it big. Let's, 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 let's get Lord Juco. Let's get Cousin Fayo in and, and let's talk about Death at the Derby. One of the more interesting projects of the year. One, the rollout, the art, the history behind all the tracks, all the wonderful producers on it. It should be celebrated. And it is with the vinyl release, courtesy of Tough Kong. So welcome to the show. We got Cousin Fayo. Lord Juco, yeah, yeah. Death of the Darby. Yeah, yeah. Thank y'all for having me. Appreciate you. I did not write that intro. That was off the head. Hey, I like that. You do. You a better freestyler be than me. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you should be hosting the next Hip Hop Awards. Cheese, you crazy. <laughs> I got to do some sit-ups for that one, bro. Uh, saying that, it's been a great 2019 for both the use uh, individually as artists, but also with this project. One, we're glad we got to thank the hip hop gods, the universal gods for the health of Juco. Juco, give us an update. You're healthy. You're good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back on my feet. Um, still a little fucked up, but for the most part, we're good. We're back. We're back to not a hundred percent, but I'm here. You know, I'm grateful. So just leave it at that. Yep. Well, we're thank grateful. you. You're, you're grateful. We're grateful that you're you're up and walking and and doing all the things that make us excited. Uh, you know, there's no secret at this point. The Crush a Lot podcast is putting out some work, sometime in 2020. We do have Juco on the project um, in, in in some capacity, so we're we're very excited about that. Uh, let's go with you, cousin Fail. You had two projects that came out this year. Both uh, one of them should be hitting my my mailbox very soon, courtesy right of, on, right of, of vinyl pressing. Um, when you talk, when you're thinking about hip hop, your your music coming from the other side of the states, because we're not in the same state. You're you're coming from the west side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How is hip hop for you in relation to the west coast and what you're putting out there, music? Because your music it doesn't sound typical west coast. It sounds like the grimy shit I love. Yeah, yeah man, I get that kind of. People always ask where I'm from. You know, especially, I mean, if you're not from L.A. or know me personally, you know what I mean? I, I get that question a lot. Um, I grew up listening to Wu-Tang and a lot of, like, East Coast shit because of my uncle. You know, like, just early on, like, that's the sound that was put on to. And I don't know, man, it just got laced into the DNA. And, and it's, that's what I prefer, you know? Um, so being out here on the West, kind of having that sound and then kind of adding this layer of, like, you know, soccer to it definitely kind of puts me, you know, in a box all by myself. And it just kind of, you know, 
I guess it's part of what makes you unique to people, you know what I mean? Because they're not expecting it, you know, maybe from a cat with this sound, you know, to be from L.A., from South Central L.A., to be Latino, you know. But surprise, you know, like, that's what I'm doing. I mean, as far as you, you know, finally rolling out your music, at what point did you realize, oh, okay, you know, this might be a good time for me to, to release these projects? Because I know, like, prior to you releasing them, you, you know, you had been trying to work on just, like, finally just rolling it out, putting it all out the way you wanted it. Mm-hmm. What was it about, you know, now that you're like, all right, this is, this is it. This is a good time for this. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably a combination of a few things. It was, uh, you know, just the momentum of the Darby series. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There was already about five or six joints already out. That energy was kind of flowing. And I low-key, I'll be timing all this shit, like, and according to what's going on in the actual soccer world. Mm-hmm. So at the same time that I was dropping these 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 projects, there was games going off for Copa America. Like, there was a lot of just talk about it. You know what I mean? It's like the number one thing outside of the U.S. So it was just kind of just the perfect time just to throw it in there, you know? And uh, this shit really wouldn't have happened if Jugo hadn't considered uh, Dre when he first reached out to us. Because Dre just, you know, just had the courage and, you know, confidence in himself just to hit us up. You know what I mean? And, and Jugo's like, let's, let's give it a listen. And we got that jam for, for, for the Derby first. And I was just like, yo, like I was praying to be able to do Argentina because there's just so much history there, you know? Um, and thankfully I made great. He's half, uh, he's half Argentinian. So it all worked out. I mean, it was just, and just over the time, just meeting more people, you know, graphic artists and just, just kind of picking and choosing who the right people are and bless, you know, like it's really just, it's just a big blessing that it all happened how it did. Yeah, that, that, and, um, go ahead, go ahead, Kalina. <laughs> and considering, considering that you were doing all that, what was it that made you, or, or how was it that you reached out to Juco and you were like, okay, well, well, let's do this, you know, let's get together, let's become a duo. What was it about him or vice versa that made you guys even do this together? Because well, this is I kind mean, of a big project. You know? It's a big project because it's themed. You guys both put in a lot of work. It's different producers. So it's like, all right, well, how did you guys commit to this together? Yeah, I mean, credit to him, man. I mean, he, he initially reached out when he first heard, I think, a little caviar. And he just understood, like, the concept that I was just kind of doing. Um, you know, we all grew up watching Wu-Tang kind of mesh the martial arts with this raw New York gritty sound. We're watching West Side Gun and Griselda Lacey with the wrestling and everything that he's doing. So we're kind of in that same vein, you know, but we're just using soccer for our flavor you know what i mean which is endless and if you go outside of the united states that's just a religion you know what i mean it's just a drug uh-huh. so i mean let me jump in real quick let me jump ahead. in real quick just, just to clarify though the soccer shit is fails lane like that's his lane he's created that for himself like that's his no one's doing that. it's him you know I just, as a soccer fan myself, I see Zidane, and if you know anything about soccer, you should, Zidane's a god to people. So it's automatically, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. I'm going to jump in on this. And it was a no-brainer. He put the thing together. He's exactly like me reaching out was the idea, but now, he now, just did a Liverpool match. You, you, you guys know what kind of caliber. Y'all know what kind of caliber yeah. MC Juco is, you know what I mean? 
So for him, for him to show me love, you know, come to me on a genuine, just like, yo, I, I fuck with what you're doing. And I was like, cool. We actually did a joint together just on some premature Darby shit. We had no idea it was going to become this whole series that we rolled out. You know, we just did it for fun just to kind of push the envelope, really. And just sitting around off of that little situation, I hit him up and I was like, yo, what if we do this? And he was just, you know, he's a fan just like me. We talk more about soccer than we talk about a lot of shit, you know? So he was Mm -hmm. just like, yo, I'm fucking with that. And sure enough, like I said, picking all the right pieces, my little homie Ricky fucking does all the artwork, you know what I mean? Um, My homie Corey who mixes and masters everything. And then all the producers who contributed, you know what I mean? Like we wanted to add variety and keep it, keep it fresh and new and feel different every month. You know what I mean? And just, take you all over the planet to give you a little history lesson over just some raw shit, you know? I guess the good thing about these monthly installments is the fact that you showcase, you're able to showcase uh, the different producers on it, but at the same time, it kind of gives it a little bit more depth, you know, because you use different yeah, producers yeah, yeah. and they all, they all were tuned in to what you guys were doing too. It wasn't just like random, yeah. you know, it wasn't like a random sound. So whatever you guys did on that was uh, it was really you know you you could hear it. Yeah, no, really I mean, noticeable. I mean, credit to them too. I mean, me and Juco got the easy part. We get to rap. You know, what I mean, we get to get here to dope beats and we get to rap. You know what I mean? But for them to all kind of give yeah. us something really tailored to what we were trying to be that might resemble the crowd at the stadium or the or the crazy hooligans mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is to catch that vibe, they gave it to us. And me and Juco just had to do our research from time to time, you know, for, for certain teams. But, mm-hmm. you know, we wanted just to pay homage. And we did it in a in a real, I think, authentic way, you know? Yeah, it was a really good, really good series, uh, good art. It, the theme was great. And I think that Hobgoblin, you know, shout out to Hobgoblin. He did really good on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Hob for sure. Yeah. He did really good. Turkish Empires, he did great. You guys did great on that. Yeah. So, shout out yeah, to him. Yeah, Not I, everybody I, else, too, you know, Pharma Flu, who was on it, but specifically him yeah he brings the heat he was he was on board really early with the idea too so we kind of keep him really you know heavily involved maybe more than the rest of the producers because he really understands like giving us that i don't know just that shit that sets you off you know what i mean that you just need to come through and just knock the shit out like i really want to come at juco when i hear a hot galvin beat i'm just like yo i'm gonna win this one you know what I mean? And it's cool. It's a cool, creative, like, competitive situation between us. Because my boy Juco is one of the best right now. You know what I mean? Like, freaking, I ain't got to tell people that, but I'm going to tell people that. You know what I mean? And so for me to spar with him month to month, like, of course I'm going to get better. You know? It's just natural things. If you rock with the best, you're going to eventually become one of the best. So, you know, it's just a blessing on the low for me to be able to do that monthly. You know what I mean? One one of the things about this series that really, really I enjoyed is that even if you weren't onto it off the jump, whenever you got onto it, you wanted to hear what the next track was. And one of the greatest skills any MC musician or, or promoter wants to do is like, how do you get people excited for your music? How do you get them wanting more? And that's what I love about this series. That one song took me... It took me the three, four weeks to really digest it because there was so much history behind it. There was so much things that I wanted to yeah, go yeah, research, yeah. just like Wu-Tang Clan. I'm like A lot of their resource source material, I went back and, uh, and absorbed it. And that meant 
the songs meant more to me then. That's how I got into soul. That's how I got into Kung Fu. That's how I, they opened the door to a lot of things for me. And I think that's what's special about this project. As someone who's not the, like the, I'm a casual football fan. I don't know the details, but these details were so interesting and captivating that I'm like, I really hope they make a documentary out of these things. I want to know more. You know, and Bro, I think the, the soccer world is huge, you know, man. You know, let me, yo, if we could be in there with the hooligans getting drunk, shouting songs at these games, and fucking rushing and shit. Of it, course, it, man. That's what it, it's only it, that, that, shit's a, that shit's six degrees of separation, man. We we right where we need to be. It's just a matter before it gets to the, to the people in numbers. You know what I mean? And we can do those type of things, which really just take the music to a whole. Like it, it's an experience. It's not just a song. You know, um, yeah. Don't, don't be surprised when you hear "Death at the Derby" and FIFA. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. You can't catch one of those. Okay, I see what they're doing. Uh, you know what? As it should be. As it, it should. should be, because soccer is really just—it's a religion. It is a religion to people. It's it just changes your life. Like a one loss, your life is in shambles. Oh, like yeah, it's the worst. It's so devastating. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It really is. Back, well, if you've never watched month. football or your family didn't, then you, I guess you wouldn't understand. And I don't, I can't even say it's the equivalent of like watching basketball, your favorite basketball no. team losing or it's like all American that. football. It's not. It's all that. Just you take baseball, you take baseball, football, uh, hockey, all that shit, mix it up and inject it with steroids and it still wouldn't match up at all. It would never. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> at all. Freaking people be burning each other's houses down, you know what I mean? Literally oh, kill each other, like, facts. you know? And so when it gets to that level, you really just ain't going to top it. Like, unless you're killing people, you know what I mean, over over, over a jersey, like, <laughs> there's, there's just nothing to compete with that, you know? So we're not trying to be completely negative, you know, just promoting that side either, you know? We're just kind of trying to capture the atmosphere of what the reality is, you know what I mean? They said it's... It's it's a intense environment, both good and bad. Sometimes, you know, we just kind of capture that for like three minutes for you. You know what I mean? It, it, can you go through the process of creating one of the songs? What when how? What's the first thing that happens? Is it the beat? Is it the verses? Where yeah, does it go to? Who puts it beat. all together? We get that beat. Me and Juco probably get like a pack from from producer. You know what I mean? We'll we'll both sit through, listen to a beat. Thankfully, we're both pretty much on the same wave in terms of like what we naturally kind of lean to. So we haven't been, there hasn't been too many headbutts in terms of like, oh, I want to do that beat or I want to do this beat and shit. It's kind of, we both just been rocking with whatever one, whichever one we choose. Um, you know, we both sit down, do our verses. And then, uh, the toughest part really is finding all the cuts. Like sitting down and jumping into the rabbit hole that YouTube is and trying to find all these little pieces that like highlight the history, like highlight the energy of the clubs and, and just the, those iconic voices like Roy Hudson and, and shit like that, you know, to really bring the fans in. So when you hear that shit, like you already connected. You ain't even got a choice. Like I like this shit because I've heard that voice before, you know? So it's, I it, know exactly what that was. Sure. I- with the project, I mean, Kalina put it together. I'm not going to go into the details of what the, what the theme is, but I was doing the same thing during the break of going through old interview things and trying to find sound bites that, like, this is dope, this is dope, this is dope. This is dope. Shit, and I haven't sent them to Kalina yet, but I was like, oh, just, just 
pulling them and pulling them. And that's a rabbit hole. Like that's a huge that's rabbit the goal, hole. Though. That's the goal though, for real. Cause when people hear the track that brings it all together, like that's the cultural experience right there. Like, yeah, that's that's Darby is not just being fail. That's a Darby is like a group of individuals because Corey does a lot of work, puts together all those visuals. You guys see all the Instagram videos, all the fucking little promo shits. That's important. So he has an important yeah. job. Plus, he mixes a lot of music, masters all the music. Dub plates is on every single song, scratching, doing the most hip hop part of the song, basically. You know what I mean? Uh, Ricky did all that beautiful artwork that like you, you couldn't ignore even if you don't like the sport or my music like you that was in your face because it was just me. so yeah, yeah, yeah we basically yeah. rolled out an album every every month for a year gave you a twelve track album yeah, yeah. I mean, it's important all the things that you guys did it was really important otherwise I don't I couldn't say that it wouldn't have gotten you know as far as it did it was everything which is what i like most about projects when they're thought out it's like good art some you know, visuals better, you, the only thing better than all that was that everybody got paid for what they were doing everybody oh like, that's great too <laughs> like even the, even the producers like we, we we whether we were paid them with verses or a track whatever they wanted in return for the production or yeah. what we did every month we would hook their paypal to the band camp so when the when the joint drops you get all that digital revenue. You know what I mean? So we didn't see no direct, you know, real bread from none of this shit. You know, mm -hmm. whatever whatever money that was, we just wanted to kind of show like, this is, we're not here for you though. We're here to create, you know what I mean? And do something that's bigger than just, you know, some money. Yeah, and, it, and the album felt that way. Like, it really did feel that way. And it was, I got on to, I would say probably like the fourth month in after the fourth track come out, that's when it kind of jumped in. And my, maybe mm -hmm. I, I may, actually I may, I may have jumped in after the Juco interview when we first linked up Juco. Cause then I went down fully down the rabbit hole. I'm like, why did I did not ask him about death at the Derby? Cause I was killing you got, myself. You got lucky. To, you got lucky. Yeah. You got lucky to find it at four. Like if, if you were on it at one, you had to wait. Fucking, you just sitting there pissed. You had to wait a month. Yeah, and it's, it's and it's pissed. one of those things. It's like once I got on, I go, I gotta go. I gotta start from one to get everything, and then. As soon as That's I hear cool, Hobgoblin, bro. I'm like, I know what that pack sounds like. Because I have a pack of Hobgoblin stuff in my yeah, emails. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I don't want to give none of these it's away. Sorcery. These are all great. Like, what do I do? <laughs> so I I could imagine getting a pack and being excited. Like, yo, this is, and what do we do? Like that, since something me and Kalina have been working on, it's like, it's exciting. Like, whoa, what? Who, and So I could only imagine every month getting up for it and being super excited. And it shows. And, you know, I wanted to really get you on to promote it, but also just to thank you guys. Because it was one of those albums that was thoughtful, really represented what me and Kalina like in terms of music, um, art lyrics replay value so much stuff that i'm curious about now like i want to go learn more about this stuff and most importantly yeah, that's 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 the blessed for me right there bro as, as just like a footy head and like i like when people respond in that manner you know what yeah. i mean of course i love everyone loving the music but if you feel if you feel now inspired to go learn some shit yeah like, i want to know about that's the fuck i'm talking about nicaragua's Nicaragua soccer because I'm 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 from <laughs> part of me is from Nicaragua. I'm like I want to know why my yeah, team I'm, always suck, bro. Like I need some yeah, some context hey, Central, over here. Central America, bro, Central America, Central America I gotta get one good player from each country, and then mm. try to put that on the field because individually it's, it's as individual right, countries, man. we ain't doing shit, bro. I'm sorry, like fucking. 
it's too much civil war, too much, a lot of shit, Man, too much know. fucking, a lot of shit to fucking have a good team. And shit. Not enough resources to really, you yeah, know, they, get there's no academies, there's no. No, Nothing, man. Oh, I know. I, I went out to Nicaragua in November to see to see my mom, and then when I go there, I'm like, "Mom, you don't have running water." They're like, "The government don't run water here. They run it one 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 hour a day, yeah, yeah. and they don't tell you when. You're gonna have to leave La Manguera on, the hose on, and when you start hearing the drip, you better bring out the buckets and and get all the water you can. And that's that's was yeah, the life yeah, nah, over there in Nicaragua. Real. That's yeah, real. Yeah, it's, it's, they, they can't afford to make it a priority, you know nope, what I mean? They can't. They can't, you know what I mean? Like, other countries are a little different, you know, yeah. where freaking, they go to pluck kids because the talent pool is just proven to be there, you know? Brazil, yeah. you know, you go to Africa, you know, freaking, they'll find talent there, no problem, but Central America is a little different. We just, it's not. <laughs> how did, how did, how did you guys connect? Or how did you guys find each other? In the in social this. media, man, like I, I, I reached out to Phil. I heard Creme French, the Zidane, Zidane's was still over. Yeah, that's where it all started because mm-hmm. it's fine. That's that's the connection. Right you got to salute something like that if you fuck with it. You know what I mean? That's what we're supposed to do. If I like your Word. shit, whatever you're doing, podcast, music, art, tell you I fuck with you. It's, it's a natural thing to do. I'm not gonna fucking act like I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Those are the only two options to me. So <laughs> no, that, naturally, no, uh, naturally. no, for sure. I mean, I mean, me and Ju- we 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 talked a little bit when we were down in when you were down in Brooklyn for the Brooklyn show, Juco, and it was all love there. So and you had the, you also had the Big Turk stuff yeah. too. So it's like it it didn't stop for you. If you're new to the Crush a Lot mm-hmm. podcast no. and you haven't heard Death at the Derby, go to Bandcamp right now. The link is there. Um, and and really consider. Buying the whole series is definitely worth your time. Um, me and Kalina fucks with it a lot. And I'm definitely going to buy the vinyl. You should buy the vinyl. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, I can put the link in. If not, you're going to have to pay attention to Tough Kong and their social media to know when that date is. It's soon. That's all they keep saying is soon. So I, I got my... I got no, my, I mean, look, look, look. look my Christmas money is, is ready. Since we're, since we're here and we're like with the, with the first like official recording... Of 2020, like we can give y'all the date. Well, the it, date. It's not like I was really sa- not like I was really saving it or anything. I literally got it earlier this morning. Oh, so here we go. The final is going to be available January 24th. So it's two Fridays from now, pretty much close to the end of the month. Um, Tough Gun likes to do Friday drops apparently, so we're going we're going to stick to the script and do 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 what they do. But shout out to Minico. We appreciate I've, you. Yeah, from what I've seen, like. Yeah, it's gonna it go. Man. Well, your last your last vinyl drop sold out. I'm glad I got it. It's in the mail somewhere. I know hey, it's coming. I, I got the tracking number. So I was surprised at that 100 percent because I I knew people were enjoying the music, but I didn't know people were enjoying like the music. Like motherfuckers were coveting the shit. I was like, okay, like now it's a little different. You know what? You know I, what I mean? At least like, for me, at least for me, the, it's also the art, bro. Like when you have a vinyl, like and it has good art. Oh I, yeah. I want, I like to, because then the way I display things in my house is like, you know what I'm listening to because I display the vinyl. And that's what I, and that's what mm-hmm. I'm listening to. So it's like, I want to make sure it's, it's pleasurable to look at. And I'm also the type, I know clean the same way. If you got good art, we're going to buy it even if, you know, it may be some of the content might be questionable, but good art's yeah, good art is good art. Like, yeah, like go for it. So yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was going to yeah. get my money one way or the other. 
Um, but if you're new to them, black, yo, it's a, it's a perfect time to do it. Go get on those um, physical releases. That's how the artist gets, a, a, you know, the most money as possible. And you could tell they weren't trying to make money from this. So if we could get them some beer money, that'd be great. Get them some beer <laughs> money. Some, some, some. Yeah, Modelo money. We need some Modelo, Modelo money. money. Right Anything. And go, <laughs> and go down the rabbit hole and check out the rest of the catalog. Not only that at the Darby, go check out Lord Juco's. A catalog. It's it's pretty extensive at this point, and it's a, a great, great, great uh, artist to follow. And the Big Turk stuff as well is also one of the highlights of 2019. And go check out Cousin Fail's um, catalog too. Now available on streaming services. If you you know weren't a Bandcamp person, now it's available on streaming services. So you could go get that yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, be on the lookout for you know a little something by me and Kalina sometime in 2020. We take it. We slow down a little just so we can make sure we set it up to succeed and everyone uh, everyone's ready. But you know, if you like Juco, you like how about Hobgoblin, you're gonna get a little more of those. Um, so make sure you tune in. Crush a lot podcast, cousin Fail, Lord Jugo, the bodyguard Kalina, highlights galore. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> Goofy. <laughs>